Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, tonight, D-Generation X proudly brings to you the greatest show on earth. And that's the bottom line, because Stone Cold said so. Joe Black, Chris Mindell, the Sons of Slam podcast. How do I say goodbye to what we had? The good Season. Oh, you fucking prick. You oh, asshole. Purdy. God damn it. Uh-huh. I got swerved on my own fucking podcast. Purdy. How Purdy. the hell does that happen? <laughs> I'm not even fucking sad anymore. Now I'm pissed. Now I'm fucking pissed. <laughs> the hell did you, you go, think I was going prick. with that? The hell did you think huh? I was going we just think I was going like bloodline. Go, oh my god! All these nice times we were having with the bloodline. Now it's all done. That's why I was getting emotional. Yeah, no, yeah, all whatever. Like Sami Zayn, all that stuff. Yeah, bro. no, Oh no. my god, this is a wrestling show, nope, man. Nope, San Francisco's out. Fuck you, man. season sorry ladies and gentlemen welcome back to the sons of slam podcast my name is actually the two-time two-time godfather the reaper mr joe black congratulations i'm with chris mindell i don't have a nickname for him off the top of my head because well frankly for right now fuck him for talking (laughs) about my niners like that but sir how you doing today (laughs) i'm good how are you i'm i was doing a lot fucking better before the show started for some fucking reason (sighs) tough god damn it tough man no the thing that's most tough about all of this is that cheers these these fucking eagles fans man 
especially the ones that live in Philly, they keep on going on. Oh, oh, we, 49ers are fake, 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 fake. Bro, you did not beat the 49ers. The only thing that defeated the 49ers was a thing called Murphy's Law. That's the only thing you benefited from this weekend. And I don't want to hear no shit about well, it. Can and will happen. Yes, I know. I know. Ugh, and yet fuck, it, man. And yet it did I happen. was doing so well up until we started. <sighs> and yet it did happen. Actually, I was doing well when we started. And then you had to bring up. Uh, I know. Me. I know. I know. Things. Life's hard. I get it. Um, I, at some point, need to record this entire transaction where I get the handoff of the 10 bucks. That is all I care about. That is the entire. It's going to be like a Mega Powers. <laughs> we're gonna have that type of handshake. The shaking of the to hold the wrist and just put it in my hand. I that's that's all. By I the way, we, we the almost way. got a somewhat mega powers type handshake this past weekend. If you really picked up on it, but what were you about to say? I, I would I like to circle back to that because I like to know what you're talking about. Um, circle back, remember it because I don't know if I'm going to. <laughs> um, yeah, I. I I went. I was thinking when I when I won said bet. Uh, congratulations to the Eagles. That's the last time I'll say that because I, I actually hate the Eagles. But I was here's like, the fucked up thing about all this. I'm gonna have to root for the Eagles in the Super Bowl because I despise the Chiefs more than I do the Eagles. I, I how's that possible? Because the Chiefs beat me in a Super Bowl. Chiefs Kansas City's on site. <laughs> On site, no matter what, all day, all day. It wasn't the because it was it opened Baltimore. Up like, fuck out of here. It opened up the game. Opened up at two and a half for the Eagles, and they ended up destroying them. But again, no, no fault really asterisk. of the Niners. I know. I that's what I'm about to say. I'm giving you the asterisk. Okay, thank that you. I will give. Thank you. you. I will thank give you. you the I asterisk. do appreciate that. With that, you being could said, have gone heel with all of this. No, no. And totally. <laughs> I'll, I'll take. I'll I'll pull back some heelish nonsense. But I will say. It wasn't the five hundred dollars that I won in that game by taking the spread. It was the the ten dollars after that. So it was the five hundred and ten dollars that I won that that made my Sunday so great. So thank you to the Philly Eagles for pulling that out for me. I appreciate that for destroying Purdy's elbow and uh, having him on the bench the entire rest of the game. I will pay you that that ten dollars in person. Absolutely, the next time I see you. <laughs> But uh, <laughs> I think it, if it, you were really smart about it, you would have bet cheesesteaks over it. <sighs> You'd have been like, if Philly wins, you have to take me to Philly with you for cheesesteaks. I, I, I would have done it. You know, I would have done it. <laughs> I, I, dem- I, dem- I would have taken that. I demand you take me to Philly for cheesesteaks regardless. But then I want the 10 bucks on top of yes. getting sandwiches and deliciousness. Anyway, that's that. That was that's the show, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. My name is Chris Mundell. It's the Reaper Joe Black. Listen to us on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcast. Good night. Yeah. Bang, um, bang, Niner Gang, baby. Bang. That's how we sign off. <laughs> now, we're, yeah. these are cut, right? Mics are cut? Listen, dude, <laughs> I don't appreciate the way you fucking did that. All right? And we don't got to do that again, right? <laughs> at le- listen, at, you know, at least they... Listen, uh, cut this. Fans yeah. don't need to hear this. Bro, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> of anything that came out of this whole thing, I mean, apparently you, you lost a you lost a quarterback, you gained a quarterback, and you lost one in uh, Jimmy G. I apologize for uh, handsome Jimmy G. Gone. I knew this season was. Listen, I've had time to think about it now, mm-hmm. <clears throat> a couple days, and the 49ers should have never, on paper, the 49ers should have never made it to where they were with a third string quarterback 
Right. Who just so happens to be the only Mr. Irrelevant in history to throw uh, a pass for yards, did, for did, positive yards. Didn't you guys win like seven in a row when, when Purdy came in? So, yeah. Actually, eight That's in impressive. a row oh, if you okay. count that playoff game. Right, right. Yeah. Okay. It's Ten impressive. in a row if you count what Jimmy did beforehand. Uh, Twelve in a row before you, if you count what Jimmy did beforehand. But mm. who's counting? You know what I mean? Nobody. So sad. So very sad. Fred Warner played with a separated shoulder. Allegedly. Allegedly, Allegedly. his his shoulder popped out of socket mm-hmm. and they popped it back in on the field. Mm-hmm. He went off for two plays, came back in. <sighs> Yo, there's something about 49ers defense that just they will give their lives for the last game of the season. Uh do you ever hear the story about uh was it Ronnie Lott, I think? I think it might have been Ronnie Lott. Okay. In the suit, uh, the after the NFC Championship game, Ronnie Lott had uh, like severely, severely fractured his pinky. Or whatever it was, like one of his fingers. I think it was his pinky. Mm. Excuse me. And uh, he went to go get examined by the doctor, and they go, "Okay, we have to completely break it again, so it can set back into place properly." Jesus. And then you can start doing any activities whatsoever. And like that timeline would have been like three months. Mm. He goes, okay, take it off. And they were like, what? He goes, well, if, if you take it off, mm. if I don't have it, I don't, I can play in the Super Bowl. <laughs> take the finger off. And they're like, yeah. So they took his <laughs> finger off. Oh my God, I did not know that story. Yeah, dude. That is gully. 49ers defense don't play no shit, man. <laughs> Gully, take the finger off. Take it off, bro. I guess you have four of the fingers. I think it was in... Ronnie Lott. Don't don't quote yeah, me on yeah, that. You might want to look I, that I haven't read that article in, in a long time. I guess you have four of the fingers you could put a ring on. Jeez. So <laughs> I'm saying, like, you're not gonna <laughs> fit that that ring ain't gonna that finger that ring ain't gonna go around your pinky finger. Oh, well, unless you wanted to fit it as a pinky ring. That's true, but nah, you go Yeah, you want it on the ring finger. You want it on the ring finger. If you do the other ring finger, then you go to like a middle finger or something yeah, but like that. Usually that finger holds the, the ring in place. Now just if it's loose, it'll just That's <laughs> a very valid point. <laughs> There's nothing on the right side to hold it. <sighs> wow. Jeez. Go on. Yeah. I could have gotten some aspects of that story mixed up, but <laughs> the purpose is there. Uh-huh. He took a he, he willfully sacrificed a finger for a Super Bowl. Sacrificed the finger so that he can play for the Super Bowl and he won that year. <sighs> There's, okay, there's there's a story of priorities. I gotta tell you, like, do I want to lose a finger for the rest of my life or win a Super Bowl? If you're gonna lose a finger, if he wasn't going to, he was gonna get it. No, set. but but I'm saying, but this but this is what I mean. This is how much it means to win a 49er Super Bowl. I will sacrifice a fucking finger. And what if he lost that game? Well, he didn't. That's that's just like the, he didn't, did he? That is the stupidest sacrifice I think I've ever heard in my life. In my life. If, let me ask you this. If, there's no way. Uh, God. Uh, if JPP won a Super Bowl the same year that he blew off all his fingers, people wouldn't have thought it was a stupid accident. Sure, they would. No, they wouldn't. It was still stupid, regardless. Well, yeah, I mean, it is stupid, but what, the, the, game has nothing, just, the game has nothing to do with the fact that he was a, it was a stupid moron that, that did something stupid with a firecracker. Listen, as wrestling fans, we all know this. It is all about the game and how you play it. And how you okay? play it. Sure. If that means sacrificing a finger, 
then that's what my boys are going to do. That is the most ridiculous analogy ever. Nick Bosa anyway. nearly sacrificed his entire fucking leg because a dirty Philly fucking player decided to cleat him on the sidelines. Sure. All right. We got fucking heart. We'll be back. <laughs> we lose a finger. We lose a finger for a Super Bowl. Good Lord. It makes no sense. Anyway, congratulations. Would you let me ask you this? Sure. Because I, I'll relate it to this uh, aspect mm-hmm. somewhat. Mm-hmm. Would you willfully give up a pinky to tomorrow be in Howard Stern's seat? To take over that show? Yes. No. Fully. It is now the Howard Stern, the Howard Stern show. Brought to you by Chris Mendel. <laughs> well, first of all, I take off the the name. Um, no, you need the name to bring in fucking people. Let's be honest. If if I lost a finger and he's he's basically handing the reins over to me, it's going to be the Chris Mendel show. There's no way in hell I'm going to have the Howard Stern show star, starring Chris. Okay, Mindell. all right. So <clears throat> no, he hands the, the reins over to you, and it's listen, it's yours now. The for, Chris Mendel show. You gave me a finger for a finger. <laughs> what am I, John Wick? No, I'm I'm good. Thank you. I got to create my own. Uh, would name. you give a finger to murder the people who killed your cats? If Je- that ever happened, Jesus, God forbid. Jesus Christ, man. <laughs> you brought up John Wick, man. It went dark. Oh, killed by, okay. You brought up John Wick. Which hey, by- listen, don't bring up John Wick and then and then expect me not to go dark. By the way, the, it's coming I'll out. I'll go zero dark 30 on this bitch. <laughs> coming out in a few months, by the way. John Wick 4, I can't wait. Um, what I find- I'm being completely honest. I think I still have to see 3. It's good shit. Yeah, that's one of the but best. In that case, I'm just gonna watch them all over. Like, hey, the, I'm gonna watch them from the beginning. I'm not exaggerating. One of the best franchises ever. It's just absolutely insane. I don't know, man. Have you seen the Fast and the Furious? They okay. they, they do it, some pretty ridiculous shit. That's man. Why, that's how it gets. It got too ridiculous. It gets stupid. That's 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 how you know it's not the franchise yeah, was great no, until I, I, will, again, I will say until it went to space. When it went to space, and then all of a sudden we went to uh, to Hobbs and Shaw, and they're hanging off the side of a cliff on a truck on a on a on a, on a tanker. I'm those two different. That, that, those uh, two different movies. Separately. I, I understand the, the tanker. Two different movies. The tanker happened two before movies. the space thing. Two different movies. I, I understand but that the tanker One, happened before the space. The but, space but thing it, just within, happened within the franchise. Nine within the franchise, it all happened. It all happened. <laughs> well, within yes. said said same franchise. So with that being said, it all went ridiculous, and I'm, I'm out. You can't tell I've me seen that. All of them in the movie theaters, and I will okay. say this with an open heart. Sure. It's ridiculous. Where they got a little overboard. I'm not <laughs> saying it's too ridiculous, but it was the movie. Space. Wasn't space. It's movie. No, 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 no. It wasn't space. <laughs> okay, okay. I knew <laughs> I knew that they were gonna take it to a completely different level that wasn't street racing. As soon as uh Ludacris brought this phrase into the franchise, please vehicular warfare. Okay. <laughs> I go, Oh, these motherfuckers are about to start throwing fucking tanks at, e- at yeah, each yeah, other somehow. Because yeah, yeah. the rock can somehow the rock I love this. I love Fast and Furious logic so much. Mm. Dom Toretto could fly out of a out of a moving vehicle mm-hmm. into the air to catch letty and then land on the windshield of another vehicle i love it so much the fact that the rock can uh direct a torpedo with his hands on ice i mean that makes sense and and i'm here for it he's a rock of course yeah all bullshit um he can direct a torpedo but he can't get in shape for wrestlemania <laughs> That's how you bring it around. That's how you bring Let's it talk around. About someone's <laughs> someone's holding a grudge. All right, yeah. So let's talk wrestling. Um, we had a little uh, grudge will not be held until he is physically not at WrestleMania. He won't be. I believe he will be in some sort of capacity if it is not a match. I feel like everybody is 
on his dick because they just want to see the rock and they they feel like because it's Roman Reigns that he has to be it's the it's the natural end results of all, of all this. But we, I don't think people would have been so much up uh, up in a puff if it wasn't for that young rock segment. Hmm. Where little Joe, his cousin, his little cousin Joe, got him in a headlock and right. looked directly into the camera, mm-hmm. right down the barrel, and said, "Acknowledge me." <laughs> and then the Rock came out and said, "That's a match that can only happen at WrestleMania." Ah, I mean, yeah. come uh, on! I know, I know, it literally wrote itself. I get it. I, I understand. I maybe they do Philly. Hey, hey, that, I'm good listen. for that. Listen, I'm good for that. I, Listen, I'm good for that. I will be there. I'm good for that. What happens if The Rock comes out on uh, WrestleMania Sunday mm. to do something, interfere somehow, comes out on Raw after, announces that him versus Reigns at WrestleMania? Same way he he did it with it, Cena, and and people didn't seem to have that big of a problem in a year. In a year, yeah. Okay, but this is all after Reigns loses his belts. Yeah, which we'll get into. Okay. All right, let's get into some stuff here. So uh, before we get into uh, the meat and potatoes, I, I want to, uh, speaking of acknowledging, um, did you see the uh, the Young Bucks on their Twitter, on their Twitter? Um, their updates are always in emoji form. Well, that's how they tweet. Yeah, so that's how they tweet. They tweet via updating their Twitter profile. The profile. It's not even in the actual tweet. It's in the profile. Yeah, no. Which I like. I like that. I think that's very clever. Um, so uh, Cody Rhodes, spoiler alert, he won the uh, Royal Rumble. Gave a little salute to uh, said Bucks. What? And, I know. Gave a salute to uh, said Bucks and to one Kenny Omega by giving the two sweet, kissing the two sweet and blowing off the uh, smoking gun and then pointing to the WrestleMania sign as one does when they win. And then immediately uh, Young Bucks did the uh, the profile shout out. Yep. I thought it was pretty cool. I thought um, that was awesome. I I do love people that think in, that think too much into it and think that like, oh, does this mean that like the Bucks are coming? The Bucks <laughs> are coming to freaking AEW. Oh my god, the Bucks are coming to uh, WWE. I uh, WWE. Yeah, no, that's not thank what you. Means. <laughs> that's, not, that's not what it means at all. Um, I want to also point out the fact that uh, Nikita Lyons just went in for surgery. Yes. Um, successful knee surgery. Successful knee surgery. Uh, can I also say that? And this is um. I'm just pointing this out. This is in no way, shape, or form degrading her looks in any way, but she looks like a totally different person without makeup. Yes. Some people, well, I mean, some people. Fair, I'm pretty sure, like Natty, also looks completely different. But some people don't. Makeup. Like some people don't look different. I mean, other than her freckles, like uh, Kayla Braxton looks pretty much the same. But it's she's a yeah. natural beauty. I mean, they're all gorgeous. It's just Nikita looks so drastically different <laughs> without makeup. On that drastically different subject, sure. Did you see? Uh, since we're gonna spoil it too, Rhea Ripley obviously won the the women's Royal Rumble. Yes. Did you see the it's funny, it's picture? Funny how, we, it's funny how we all called that, by the way. <laughs> like, like it was that. Yeah, that no, hard. it's like we hard. mentioned it right on the show. <laughs> um, like, like it was that hard to call? Did you see the the WrestleMania picture for Rhea versus Charlotte? Uh, I I I must have, but I I forgot. I forgot at the moment. Charlotte looks. Like a completely different woman in that. Really, I I saw it for the first time. I was like, "Is that Charlotte?" Huh. Well, let's take a look here. So couldn't I could not. It honestly looks like if someone 
somehow deep faked Mandy Rose and Charlotte Flair into one person. Uh, <laughs> blonde, blonde Mandy Rose and Charlotte Flair into one person. Maybe it's just the angle that it's at. You're not used to seeing her at the angle, but I was like, I was caught off. I was like, that's kind of interesting. I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna share my screen with you. I just want to. Uh, I know this is horrible radio. Um, but is this the screen? The picture. Good about? thing it's not radio. Oh, yeah, you know what I mean. Yes, that's exactly what I'm talking that's about. That's the photo you're talking about. Okay, all right. Yeah, um, I'm sorry. She mi- looks like a mix of Charlotte Flair and Michelle McCool. She, yeah, she has like a l- little weird thing going on with her face. Um, but we get the rematch. We get the COVID rematch of Ripley and Charlotte. We are jumping the gun. Anyway, we'll get to that. Um, uh, oh, okay. What? I don't think we're jumping the gun, but I mean, we're talking about winners of a of a. Oh, oh, oh! That a, way. I a, thought you yeah. mean by like no. by her getting Charlotte. No, 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 no. That's no. jumping. No, the no, gun. no, no. I'm talking about I'm talking about actually talking about the match. Damn it. Yeah. We have to order things. Damn it. Um. Speaking yeah. of uh, WWE, but let's be honest. If you're listening to this by now, you already know. Yes, these I stuff. mean it's already freaking Thursday. Uh, WWE is facing another lawsuit from a shareholder. It's now four. So according to court documents obtained by Bloomberg, Dennis Palkin filed the lawsuit against WWE in Delaware's Chancery Court, where Palkin looks to ban McMahon from the company's board of directors. He also wants to gain access to internal WWE files to investigate allegations that McMahon quote raped and sexually assaulted employees and contractors over the course of decades, unquote, only to pay accusers to cover up the allegations. He goes on to say, the facts here start with horrifying allegations that Vince McMahon raped and sexually assaulted a number of WWE employees and contractors over the course of decades. When confronted, he paid the victims nearly $15 million in hush money to buy off their silence. There are serious questions about how Vince McMahon obtained and delivered those funds to his victims. Part of the lawsuit read. Flagrant disregard for basic corporate governance norms and demonstrating his views that rules do not apply to him. Three other lawsuits have been filed against McMahon and WWE following his return as the board's executive chairman last month. Two of the suits look for a uh, look for a mootness fee after McMahon rescinded company bylaw changes. That is it. Wow. That's a lot. Well... That boy just... Does the board still think it was a good idea reinstating Vince McMahon? I mean, only if they sell off to the Saudis. Do you really think... Like, do you honestly think it's going to be the Saudis? I, I, I Honestly, I think it's going to be, like, NBC Universal. Um, that, I feel like that makes the most sense. It does. I feel like if it was going to be one of the two cable networks, NBC or Fox, mm-hmm. it's going to be NBC Universal as opposed to Fox. Um, the ironic thing that I also read uh, prior to rumble uh read on sunday was that on a saturday excuse me was that um the peacock network has the cock go on the cock is uh at a loss of about 900 million dollars and that is uh year end and so that's two years in a row that the cock is uh uh at a loss of profits and uh wow yeah so purchasing and and probably and probably the only upside to said cock is WWE. So if they purchase the dubs, um, I mean, that'd be probably an uptick in their portfolio <laughs> and, and probably, uh, I'd say, uh, bringing some, uh, bringing some revenue, some badly needed revenue for them. But yeah, that's the only, the only positive thing to come out of, uh, of said cock is, uh, world wrestling entertainment. That makes sense because young rock is also, I believe a big proponent of the cock peacock. Oh, yeah. That is, 
Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> that could, that out of context. Uh, yeah, really, yeah. <laughs> um, uh-huh. oh, but, yeah, Vin- that, that's that's Vin- very Mac. interesting news to uh, to find out. That's also pretty much what a hundred million less than they paid for the rights to the WWE Network. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that was a billion dollar deal, wasn't it? It was. Wow, it was. Which also means that if NBC Universal just completely got rid of, like, if they never took that deal, mm-hmm. they might have. You never know. They they might have broke even. Who knows? Um, I'm I'm, <laughs> I'm always at a loss. Of Which words. one do you think is going better so far, Peacock or like uh, CNN Plus? Oh, uh, Peacock. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> that was just kind of a joke, really. I knew which one was going better. I mean, but. yeah, but it's, it's, it's really not by much. Um, but really? I, mean, I can only imagine if you're losing now over a billion dollars in the span of two years, um, whereas nobody's subscribing to CNN Plus, but are, are you losing That's money? True. <laughs> are you really losing money if nobody's uh, subscribing? Um, yeah, because you got to pay people to run the algorithm. But there's so much content on, on the cock that... Uh, Peacock. Yes. <laughs> Anywho, um, what else do we have? Speaking here? of that joke, we got to get to the surprise at the Royal Rumble. <laughs> uh, so, you want to you get to Rumble, or you want to get to uh, to Dynamite first, and just get that out of the way? We can get Dynamite out of the way if okay. you want, and then end the Rumble. Last night's Dynamite, really quick. Uh, I mean, there's only a couple points I want to make. I, well, I, let me let me take that back. I have. Th- Three, and I'm probably going to think of, of more things as, as I talk about it. One, I have a one and one A. Uh, go on. Okay. So uh, I will say that the last month of Dynamite, uh, it, I mean, it just so happened to be the, the reboot of Dynamite. The last month mm-hmm. of Dynamite has been absolutely tremendous as far as the match. I don't goes. think that's a coincidence with it being the quote unquote reboot of Dynamite. Okay. All right. I think there's a reason why, I mean, and it also just so happens to coincide with the arrival of Michael Mansuri behind stage. Gotcha. Okay, fair enough. Um, that, that is a huge coincidence. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, everything has been great, and I will make my point at the end of what we're talking about here. Um, Adam Page versus John Moxley. Uh, Moxley gets the the win with a a surprise roll up, which I thought the end was very telling because it was an amazing match to start the show and for everything to go down that the way it did for Moxie to get a roll up for the win felt a little cheap and page rightfully at the end of it kind of made his case that it was a cheap win. <laughs> and I think that's what everybody felt. I think that's what I felt. And uh, I, I like that this is going to continue further because yeah, that was a bullshit win. Moxie was being held back by the rest of uh, Blackpool and, uh, yeah, that was my my point. Being is that it was it was just kind of like it, the the end caught me off guard, and uh, it seemed like it was, it was kind of off script. <laughs> they, it, it was, um, I'm sure that's how they wrote it, but it seemed very, well, yeah. very, uh, very real, real to me. Damn it! I got a question for you. Where does this feud end up? There's a blow off match coming. Are obviously, do, are we doing this revolution? What? Okay. What is that blow up match? Uh, uh, it's going to be a stipulation match, and I have you know what? two I'm gonna, in mind. I'm going to use your words uh, uh, for a blow-up match, exploding barbed wire. Okay. No, not where I was going. <laughs> I don't know. No, good context clues, though. Good to use context clues. Good grammar. You had a good English teacher as a kid. I appreciate that. Thank you. 
<laughs> um, no, that's, uh, not, that's, no not, two, that's not what I really two thought. two type but, of matches. Yeah, go ahead. What was that? No, that's not what I was really going to say, but since you said that, what, what are the two matches that you think of? Number one, Texas death match. What does that entail? It's just a death match. <laughs> that's in Texas? Is that, is that what... Roughly. Okay. But there's also been a Texas death match in Japan. Got it. So I don't know. Okay. Uh, number two, which could which could happen lend uh to how much Adam Page has roots with Ring of Honor and the recent tragedy that just happened. What if it's mm-hmm. and also happens to tie to Brody Lee too with Adam Page? Mm-hmm. What if you have the both of them in a dog collar match? Did we just do that? They can't go. They can't run away from each other. They're just going to sit there and beat the living, pun and definitely intended, dog shit out of each other. Didn't we just do that? Or is that just because but, it's ROH that we we did it? Well, that was Jay Briscoe's last match. I understand that. I'm, I'm saying like uh, we, we, it was such. It was it, that was the last last time that that match happened was when Cody Rhodes taking on Brody Lee. That was no. Oh, it was uh, no, no, no. There was a, there was a dog collar match before that. Oh, I mean, after that. Yes, in between uh, the Briscoes and FTR and and Brody Lee and Cody, there was one dog collar match in between that. And that was <laughs> MJF versus CM Punk. Thank you. Okay. Oh, you're right. Thank you very much. This is why you're here. Okay. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. Um, I thought you were doing like a whole, you know, Bray Wyatt thing. No, 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 like no. That type of gimmick on no, me. No. Like I, you don't want to talk about him anymore. No. No. <laughs> Listen, CM Punk hurt me. In, in ways I, I don't want to explain, but um, yeah, told- I've never been hurt in pro wrestling. Uh, okay, um, yeah, I, I totally forgot about that match, which was actually a, a banger of a match. I, I should be ashamed of myself. Um, you should be. I should be. So was that the two? The stipulation? Yes, that was the two. That was, that was okay. the two. Matches. <clears throat> Got it. Um, I mean, exploding ex- like a, a exploding ring death match or something like that. Obviously, is also on the table, but mm-hmm. I feel like for their two type of gimmicks. Mm-hmm. The Texas Death Match and the uh, Dog Collar Match, I think, lend perfectly to the both of them. Um, and then let that be it. Yes, let that be it. Um, yeah. Let's see here. Uh, ba 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 ba. And then the other thing I wanted to talk about was uh, uh, the acclaimed and uh, and Daddy Ass and the guns. And uh, the acclaim had this match with the these jobbers. They, won, they obviously won, and then Ass Boys come out, and it uh, led to this segment where Daddy Ass walked out of the ring. He, um, you know, he was like, I, "I'm tired of this," blah blah blah. Uh, and then um, one of the Ass Boys, I forgot, forgot his name. Um, what was it, Austin? The tall one. I oh, forgot. No, I missed that part. Austin, the sorry. tall one or the small one? Austin. The the small one. Austin. Okay. Um, Basically said, yeah, you walk out like you walked out on us on our, your entire lives. He stopped. He turned around, got back in his face. Uh, said you want to do it, put your big boy pants on. Then fine, you can have a match with uh, the acclaimed. And then he he walked out um, of the ring and to the shock of the acclaimed and everybody else. <clears throat> Excuse me. I think this clearly is planting seeds for his betrayal of the acclaimed. But the problem with that is that. So if he betrays the acclaimed, that means that the guns are going to be the new AEW tag team champions with Billy Gunn at their side. I can see that. So, but who's going to get the more heat? 
like you want the tag team to have the more heat as opposed to Billy Gunn having the heat. But he is if 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 it's if the ass boys get the win, it's going to be because of him. And he is yes. the more over name, regardless of whether he's, you know, they're good or bad. He's a more over name with, with that group. So he I just will... don't think that tag title reign is going to mean a lot in that case. Um, I mean, it might after several matches afterwards, but to it could yes, to but gain I, belts, I I, I, to, I could see it happening. I could see it happening. To 100%. gain belts, I think that would be. I mean, and then then they would do what AEW does and just have a very long, drawn out program. Um, but until then, it's the the way to get the belts off the acclaimed is to have him turn on on set acclaimed. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, but we shall see. Uh, so there was that point, and then um your. <laughs> Your main event. Um, oh, by the way, I'm sorry. Uh, Timothy Thatcher, NXT's yes. <laughs> NXT's own Timothy Thatcher, has made his yeah, uh, the fake Brit, the fake Brit who's not British at all with his bad teeth and his British last name, um, made his AEW debut against Brian Danielson. And you think that Cesaro has those uh, European uppercuts that that are stiff? Good God! Oh man, Timmy Thatcher. Oof. Yeah, Oof-a. Timothy Thatcher is fucking. <laughs> ridiculously stiff he is very stiff pause um, <laughs> thank you for that uh jade cargo congratulations on her 50th win um i will say also for her i, I know i said I, I had three points and now i'm just going through the entire card uh i will say remember way back when when we talked about jade cargo and how green she was she's gotten a lot better i will give her yes she, she's gotten a lot better yeah um, i mean listen 50 wins in a row you better fucking get better you would think with all those matches you'd, you'd be you know kind of learning as you go and she has she looks she looks a lot better than than she did her, her daughter looked days. absolutely terrified for her life <laughs> like she was Mom, really scared leaving that mommy's uh getting her ass kicked and i'm scared for mom um no it's more like it's more like ma why does everybody hate you because i'm a bitch yeah, exactly. She's actually the head bitch. She's the head bitch. Um, hot head bitch. Uh, and, uh, yes. Yeah. And uh, your main event with Darby Allen, your TNT champion against your Ring of Honor World Television champion, Samoa Joe. And holy shit. Um, on, on the way home, I saw the text that you sent everybody as far as the, the spot where he got cut and how that looked. So right out of the gate, it was uh, basically it was a no hold, no hold barred match. And right towards the beginning of the match, he he's beating up on Darby. He goes out of the ring, gets a table to, to pull in. Go, oh, you want to rewind? Go on. Rewind a little bit, please. Darby came out. Oh yes, with the. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yes, Darby came out with quite possibly one of the most innovative type of hardcore uh, pieces of attire for a wrestling match uh, that was... I've ever seen since Matt Jackson put thumbtacks on the fucking uh, the yeah. Travis Scotts. Yes. Yeah. He had a jacket. Darby Allen came out with a uh, a, uh, a, a hoodie, like a sweatshirt hoodie kind of thing that was riddled all over like chicken pox with thumbtacks. Covered and it. I covered in thumbtacks. Smiled ear to ear, going, "The creativity on that, yeah, was absolutely genius." Now, God forbid, if he if Samoa Joe took it off of him, like when you take a shirt off from the bottom up. <laughs> If he did that, good God. Like his, he kind of did. His entire face. Yeah, but his face, if he really did, like his face would have been cut up. Also, the way Samoa Joe took it off of him, it fucked up the spot later on, later on in that match. Yeah, for him to put it back but on. 
to get back to what you were saying about that table spot. So yeah, so I don't think I've ever seen a table spot like that. But that was per an se. accidental table spot. I wouldn't say so. That he where he got cut, the way he got cut, it, it was kind of accidental. Hear me out. Sure. Oh, the way he got cut, yes, I believe it's accidental. Mm. I don't believe that spot was accidental. Accidental. No, 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 no. That the spot wasn't accidental. The way he got cut was accidental. He, he I believe that was somewhat of a Samoa Joe tribute to Jay Briscoe. Okay. It was just, if you remember that GCW show, that that video that went fucking crazy viral. Yes. Where he just got just he got was holding that door up and he just got absolutely bammed with it. So Joe had the table up and he was about to to uh looks like he was about to put it in the ring and Darby Allen came and did a tope into the table and the edge of the metal underneath the table hit Joe right in the eye and just yeah. busted him right open. Well, right above the eye. Right above the eye. Busted him wide open and for the rest of the match he was all kinds of bloodied up. Yeah. Um between that loved it. absolutely loved between it. Between that spot uh Joe, uh, Joe had, there was one one point where Darby Allen um he does that that uh I know there's a name for it where he basically does that rock bottom when he, he runs into him in the corner and yeah, slams I don't him know to ground. Is either. But I don't know what you're talking about. Um and then he just said it was one point Darby he had Darby in the corner and he just tossed him over the side. <laughs> he, he he tossed Darby over the side. I don't know how Darby Allen does it, man. Like it, this kid is when he gets older, he's not gonna be able to walk. <laughs> it's just it's the absolute. chair spot on the uh, the the chair spot in the middle of the ring after Darby cut open the fucking mat. Jesus Christ! Yeah, a chair, man. chair spot where where Samoa Joe put the uh, put a couple table a uh, couple chairs in the middle of the ring, <clears throat> did a uh, like a suplex onto the chairs hit hit Darby on the back on the edge of the chair. Darby had a spot where he took a box cutter and cut the uh, the ring apron from the the ropes on the side, which I've yeah very <clears throat> Nexus style, very Nexus style. Ripped it off, took off the the padding. Um, of course it it. Uh, uh, turned the whole the whole spot turned against the Darby Allen when Samoa Joe uh, he was on top on the on the top turnbuckle Joe on the mat pushed the referee into the turnbuckle Darby fell and then he took him and did a muscle uh, the muscle buster onto the, yeah. the onto the boards which I God you you never which hurt Joe more you never I could imagine you can you don't realize like you you see a bounce you think it's like a like a like a mattress you don't realize it's, there's planks of board. Covered by a two-inch thick piece of foam. That's it, and then the yeah. apron. That's it. <laughs> that that is insane to me. That, that not only do these guys, in, especially in AEW, have these these stiff spots, but then you're you're doing muscle busters on 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 planks of wood. Just absolutely insane. Anyway, it's ridiculous. We have a new what wrestlers put their body through. It really it really is. We have a new uh, two-time two-time. TNT champion in Samoa Joe. Yeah. And the he, king of television. King of television. Samoa Joe. King of television's back. Um, and then by the end of the the match, we had uh, music hit and Wardlow made his return. Uh, Short-haired Wardlow. Ponytailless Wardlow uh, comes out, uh, t- attempts to do a uh, powerbomb symphony, and Joe gets out. Um, and then it cut to <laughs> the, the whole thing cut when uh, Wardlow had this the security guard about to do like a, a powerbomb on him and it just cut off. I was like, oh, shit. I wanted to see that. Yeah. And then, we, and then we saw two dudes slapping each other. And then slapping man meat. Yeah. I, ca- I cannot believe that's a thing. I, I, I don't know. That's... I, I tried watching because it was on. I watched like the first five minutes and then I had to turn it off. It looks so insanely stupid. I don't want to give Dana White the views on that. I turned it off immediately. Um, yeah. <laughs> Uh, good for you. 
So that was AEW. Now, that being said, let's get to the dubs. Um, let's see here. We started off with the men's Royal Rumble, which I don't think has ever happened. I don't think so, but I was really. Uh, Are you at, at first? I was really pissed off about it. Were you bummed at the fact that he, yeah, that they started up? Yeah, because I was like, oh, at least I'll be able to get home by the time that match is like starting, or you know, halfway through entrance and shit like that. Mm-hmm. But no, that shit started. I was at work. I was pissed. <laughs> but I don't think it's as bad. Everyone, at least, at least, like Stephen was fucking knocking it and all that stuff. I didn't mind it. I didn't mind it. I was telling him. I was telling him. I saw him on Saturday night, and I was telling him then. I think we got too spoiled with uh, AJ Styles. With that return at the Royal Rumble, you didn't know he was coming from New Japan. It was the first time you know anybody that that, that had ever happened for. Mm. Someone who had never been in the WWE, coming from a completely different promotion like New Japan, and making that big of a splash at the Royal Rumble. I think we've been spoiled since then, and uh, it was very clearly better than last year, and that's all that anybody really wanted. So I, I said, I texted you guys. I was like, "That was a dull Rumble," and um, th- 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 thank God for the end spot and some you know spots here and there. I watched it again for the benefit of just because I, you know, having everybody here uh, for the benefit of of people with flash photography. Yes. yes, Go on (laughs) for the benefit of uh, myself and just being able to listen to the commentary. (laughs) There it is. (laughs) Very nice. (laughs) Shout out to Edge and Christian. Um, uh, Because I missed a lot with the commentary with everybody here. And so I watched it again and uh, God, first of all, having Pat McAfee back and, and not telling uh, uh, Cole or Graves, uh, was was genius, and, and as a matter of fact, come to find out, he, he just landed twenty minutes prior to this show start. <laughs> Twenty seven, to be exact. And they, uh, thank you very much. God, you're really you're honest, welcome. You're on his dick, and uh, yeah. So, bro, <laughs> you got to stop with that. <laughs> really love him. Listen, I'm a fan. What do you want me to you do would, about it? You would make sweet love to him by the fire. That's let's just be honest. You wouldn't. I would not. Fuck out of here. <laughs> I would not make sweet love to Pat McAfee. By the way, the me- that Mega Powers handshake was Pat and Corey. When Corey was bashing him at first, and then yes. Corey started to come around from like, it. Nope, nope. And then Pat just completely walked away like, from all of it. I can't. God can't, damn it. Can't do it. I'm so happy that Pat was back. The the arena entrance way, by the way, is like, is it too long? It's just like way too long. To I get think to. that one was one of the shorter ones out of the past. Really? Rebels and, and, Re- and WrestleMania? Yeah. Oh, my God. Jeez. Like, it just took... Romania is a straight shot. This one's like... It has like a bend. They, they had a video online, a, a viral video, where it showed um, combatants in past rumbles take a segue, basically. Like, they would show the wrestler coming out of the entrance, cut to the ring, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden, like, Braun Strowman, you see, like, him just taking the segue <laughs> to the ring, get off, yeah, like, 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 two-thirds of the way down, and then walk the rest of the way. Um, it's just it's insane. It is ridiculous. Like the the major pay per views that we have now that are they're all like in the stadiums, um, the smaller stadiums now that just the ramps are just way long. Anyway, um, yeah. So shout out to Pat McAfee and, and that was an awesome uh, return and uh, good, good good to have him back. Um, he had some funny some funny uh, moments and so did Cole. I, I got to give a shout out to Cole when uh, when number uh, let's see number eighteen came out. But I'll, I'll go through the list here. Um. I, well, I'll, I'll get to it. 
So, number one, Gunther. Uh, I remember 18 now. Okay. Go on. So, Gunther and Sheamus open up the show. Yeah. And Triple H is a genius. Of course, you're going to have the two of them open up the show because they had the, the probably best match of the year last year. So, why not just start them off again? Um, number three, The Miz, who got the, he got his ass kicked by the by their previously two mentioned names. Uh, first one to be eliminated was The Miz. Kofi Kingston at number four. And oof, oof, oof for Kofi. Um, we'll get to that in a second. Very scary. Very scary. Uh, Johnny Gargano at number five, his return, which kind of was like, oh, hey, it's Johnny. Okay, great. Uh, which was a surprise return because he has been injured. So just keep that in mind. Okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> our, our definitions of surprise returns are, are very different. He was injured. I don't know if it's a surprise. Anyway, he wasn't on television for months. Okay. And now he came back and now he is on television. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. Um, Xavier Woods at number six, which, by the way, any storyline, which I, I don't know why it took me so long to realize this with Royal Rumble, any storyline that's going on currently, they all will get bunched up in the same grouping of. Yeah. I, I, I don't know why this is, you know, I, this is my first time um, watching wrestling, so I, I, I apologize. Um, you're how old now? Uh, Jesus yeah, Christ, man. Very old. Uh, Figured that out when I was 12. Carrying <laughs> Cross at number <laughs> seven, who, by the way, we should uh, we should watch out for Carrying Cross because he got eliminated pretty quickly. And he previously, uh, uh, that Friday, I believe, lost to, uh, to Rey Mysterio, uh, which lends itself to number 17 not coming up. But we should watch out for Carrying Cross. And, and I feel like. Something's happening there with Triple H not having the same confidence that he had in him, and I'm not sure why. Yeah, I mean he's not getting he's not getting the whole you know leather mask BDSM gimmick back. Thankfully, well, thankfully, but there is something something is afoot. Something is definitely afoot. Um, when we had the or they're just waiting. Yeah, but he's getting like job now. It's it's kind of weird. Got kicked out by Drew uh, McIntyre. Yeah. Um, to be eliminated. Uh, we had uh, Chad Gable number eight, Drew McIntyre said Drew McIntyre number nine. Um, and the uh, <laughs> the mention of of the the team with Sheamus that can no longer be said. The brothers that bang. Yes, I thought that was very funny. And I, I think it. even I think Pat might have. Oh no, Cole, because Cole. He... Cole was the one that was like, no, 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 no. This is what alluding happened to because... it. McAfee said it. McAfee said the actual name, but he didn't exactly say it because Sheamus wanted to be called, wanted that team to be called the Banger Bros. Right. And as all of us males over the age of 18, I don't know what you're talking about. Probably. Uh, as all of us know, there is a lovely website by the name of Bang Bros, Not a clue which is why they can't have that as a fucking name. However, mm. Pat McAfee kept on calling them the Banger Brothers, and it was Hilarious. ten times better. It was just hysterical. <laughs> it was absolutely hysterical. Um, so yeah, there was that, and then we had uh, uh, Escobar number ten, Dawkins at eleven, Brock Purdy at number twelve. Um, oh, I'm sorry, I, I had to do it. I had to do it. I know, I know. Silence. Um, and then Lesnar being there, of course, Lashley comes out at 13. 
I, got, I lost you. Good. Uh, Lesnar gets eliminated immediately, immediately by Lashley, and all these things are going to be setting up for for Mania. Brock Purdy, I'm sorry. Please wipe your tears. I apologize. Fuck you. It'll be right. Keep going, man. <laughs> Bobby Lashley. Bobby Lashley. God damn it. Eliminates Lesnar. Lesnar. This goes on a tear and uh, destroys. I slammed the, the steel steps on the on the announce table. I thought it was very funny. Goes out uh, when Corbin's come comes in. He knocks over Corbin. Slips on his own. Gives an F five to Corbin. Uh, and poor Corbin is just uh, completely just again another jobbing role. Seth Rollins at uh, Seth freaking Rollins at fifteen. Uh, Otis at sixteen. Uh, Rollins when Rollins comes in, he throws Corbin back in the ring just for Corbin to get tossed right out. Uh, Mysterio at seventeen. Ray Mysterio, seventeen. No show. Yes. Nothing. Nada. Zip. Yes. Zero. Um, nothing comes out. And then of course number eighteen is Dominic. And wearing uh, Ray's mask, his father's mask, to which Michael Cole then calls him a piece of shit. <laughs> and and Corey Graves is like, "What? You can't say that." And and McAfee is pushing him to to call him it to say it again. I thought that was very funny. Um, Elias coming in at nineteen, smashing the guitar over Gunther's back, and then him getting tossed immediately. And that's another name that's getting completely jobbed. He should go back to Ezekiel. Um, number twenty. Ezekiel was also jobbed. Yeah, but not like this, dude. Yeah, at least he had he had the gimmick though of, of being able to go back and forth and say I'm I'm not his I'm not my brother I'm I'm me. We should have had a five faces of Fo- three faces of Foley type Royal Rumble. Uh, yeah. it, Elias should have came out earlier, gotten eliminated earlier, mm-hmm. went back, shaved, shaved his beard. <laughs> yep. Listen, and man. then come back as Ezekiel. If you can lose a, th- a finger for a Super Bowl, you can shave your beard for a Royal Rumble. For a Royal Rumble, at yeah, least, absolutely. At least, can, at least you can grow that. To better your odds, come on, man. At least you can grow that back. Um, uh, let's see here, Fergie, Fergie, Ferg at twenty. Uh, and then at twenty, I, like I see what you did there. Yeah, and then at twenty-one, good lord, good lord, why? The only actual surprise of the entire Rumble was number twenty-one, and that was Booker. T. No. Yes. Only only surprise. Not necessarily. I'm looking at the rest of this list. Everybody else. Nope. I nope. mean, I do know who number 29 is. That is a surprise. Uh, is that a surprise, though? Yes, it is. He's technically on the... Well, I guess... Right. He was injured. <sighs> right. Nobody thought he was coming back. Was John Cena at, 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 at Royal Rumble 08 in Madison Square Garden a surprise return or no? It is the same circumstances regardless of who is over, more over or not. Thank you. I rest my case. You, 49ers for life. Fuck you, man. <laughs> you keep getting in my face. Brock Purdy. Uh, let's see here. So, <laughs> number. Listen, we found our quarterback. That's all that matters. Yeah. Now, do we also have a first rounder from that from a year before? Yeah. Yeah. We got our guy. What the hell are you going to do now? Uh, let's see here. Know. Damian Priest. Talk about wrestling. Stop talking, <laughs> making me sad about talking about 49er shit, please. Damian Priest Jesus at Christ, 22. I want to be happy right now. I'm about to go to work soon. Damian Priest at 22. Uh, eliminating Booker T after the uh, Spinner Rooney. Uh, Montez 4 to 23. And then, all right, I'll give you the surprise. Uh, number 24, Edge. And of course, he has to eliminate all of Okay, why is Edge a surprise? Because he made his return. Because apparently he was. Return from? From injury? Thank you. Was he injured? He wasn't really injured. Um, no, he was. He was slightly injured, and then they 
they just chopped him out of the storyline so he could get better. Eliminated all of uh, Judgment Day except for Dominic. Hold, time out. Um, and then Edge with the hand grab heard round the world on, on oh, Raw. Good, you know, good for him. Uh, speaking Bravo, of, speaking of which, he was getting his ass kicked by uh, uh, the eventual winner of the Women's Royal Rumble, spoiler alert, until his wife came out, Beth Phoenix, and speared Rhea Ripley. And then, yes, fast forward to Monday night with uh, Beth's, all, Beth's return also to Monday Night Raw and uh, the ass grab heard around the world. Good for him. Oh, man. Bravo. Bravo. She, she's, got a, she's, she's, got a, she's got a donk. Good for her. Yeah. She got a oof. She's, she's, you know, she's very, very, very attractive. Good for him. <laughs> Good for him. Good for him. Um, Austin Theory at 25. Omos at 26. By the way, um, by this point, uh, Woods was already eliminated, and waiting for Kofi's spot, he was supposed to. Uh, it looked like he was supposed to jump onto the chair, and he completely missed, hit his head on the table, and well, he didn't completely miss the chair. He missed in I, landing the I chair. I wholeheartedly believe he landed on the chair awkwardly. He both of his feet had not hit the ground. One of the one of his feet was still on that chair. Mm. And in the process of going to the ground, he did clip his head on the side of the commentary table. Yeah. Ouch. Yeah. Which I give it maybe a month before those commentary tables are completely like rounded off. Right. <laughs> you got it, dude. And how, how, why is it taking so long? <laughs> how is it? How is it taking this long to do that? Listen, you know, what you don't have that issue of going into the side of the commentary table where. Oh, and, and AEW because they're freaking all the way up near the entrance ramp. <laughs> AEW, that's right. Oh man, um, let's see here. So yeah, he totally missed that spot, and to the point where they were trying to Cole, Cole in his in his genius, try to save it because you, you never know. It could be it could be a save moment. Triple H in, in you know last second decisions have to be like tell him that uh, his his foot was still on the chair and he's still in it. Nope, they they completely just eliminated the whole spot and he was out. That's um, why I think he was legit injured. Which is really worrying because he has a tag team title match this Saturday at NXT Vengeance Day. Yeah. Yeah. So we get to see what happens there. Jeez. I don't know. Um, let's see. Where was I here? So Austin Theory 25, Omos at 26, Braun Strowman, of course, since Omos is in the ring, 27, Braun Strowman. Uh, and then, of course, Braun Strowman's in the ring, 28, Ricochet. No picture of, uh, and then obviously because Ricochet is in the ring twenty nine. <laughs> I mean, that was that obvious. That wasn't that obvious. Uh, you'd think it would be Cody, since everybody was like, "Oh wait, we know Cody's here." Nope, not Cody. Logan Paul at twenty nine. Surprise! Surprise! Boom. There's your, okay. There's your surprise. We had possibly not possibly the he, they did have the spot of the night. Um, yeah, by far, by far. <laughs> with uh, Ricochet and Logan on opposite ends of the ring. And Logan just talking shit, literally saying, you know, do you want to do this shit? Let's go. Springboard off the top rope and clothesline the fuck out of each other. Never seen that spot was before. Was it a double clothesline or was it, was it supposed double, to be a double cross body? It was a double clothesline because they had their arms out. But I think they had their arms more more they, up. They each had their arms. Out. They each had uh, both their both right arms were out. So they were trying to okay. close, clothesline each other. Um, yeah. And just you just heard that clank of bodies just hit each other and slam us to the ground and, and the, the, both of their souls practically leave their <laughs> bodies leave their body and san antonio just erupts in in applause um you, you, your best 
to give him the respect. I and I feel like now with Logan Paul, he is now not trying to do this fake like Roman Reigns face where everybody hates you. Go into this kid, play the heel role. He he did it well, and even in the heel role, got the respect with that spot. And he's he's legit, dude. Like there's no. There's no faking that you can't. You can have like celebrities be wrestlers and kind of like just fake the funk till they can make it through the match. He's 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 a legit wrestler. I, I give him credit. He's he's gonna be a champion or something. I don't know what it's gonna be. U.S. title, intercontinental, intercontinental, whatever it is. He's gonna be a champ someday. And it's, U.S. title, I can see hundred percent. It's gonna be legit because he he can pull shit off like that. Him uh, versus Austin Theory for the U.S. title. Yeah, give me it. Absolutely, absolutely. Um. Uh, the oh. Logan Paul thing is funny because you can always guarantee this in a Logan Paul match. Mm-hmm. Logan Paul in the WWE, you can always guarantee this. His entrance will always get booze mm-hmm. because it's hit. It's it's everybody's view of him, right. the person. Yes. And then by the time he actually gets to the ring and starts wrestling, he gets cheers, and then gets cheers the rest of the way just for him to repeat that cycle of him walking out the first time into a WWE ring, getting booze, doing the wrestling, getting cheers. It's a fucking vicious cycle. And I don't know how you break that. It's kind of weird. Well, you break it by, by having him go into this kid. He's got to be full heel. He can't be like this wishy washy. Like, um, I'm going to smile. And you know, he went into the ring. He did this, his whole Hogan, you know, hands of the ear thing and they boot him. And that's what you want. You want him to play in the heel role. Until at some point, if he goes into and they try, listen, they try to do it with the Miz. They try to actually have him go heel. Miz turned on him, and he still was heel. Nobody, nobody, still nobody likes him. So why not just go with it? Just it, it's fine. It's okay to to have him as a heel, and yeah. they have Ronda Rousey. He's as a used heel. to people not liking him, so it's okay. It's okay. I just I, I I don't like when when WWE or any organization tries to push someone down your throat in a in an angle that. They shouldn't be in. He should clearly be a heel. Let him be a heel, and that's that's that. And then number thirty, um, just do, do. Mr. Royal Family himself, Cody Rhodes. And uh, bro, Cody Rhodes with the long term storytelling. I've taken this everywhere I've gone. Yeah, Whew, man, it's good stuff. It's good stuff. He's uh, it's good stuff. However, I'm worried. Oh, okay. We'll, we'll get to that in a second. Um, yeah, but put a pin on that. So yeah. our final to remind me at the end of the at the end of the card. Uh, okay, <laughs> um, our final. Um, let's see here. We had Cody. Yes. We had Rollins. Uh huh. We had Gunther from number mm-hmm. one. And we yeah. had, we had Gunther went the distance. That was good. We had those three, and that was it, as far as we knew, because you had Cody and Rollins helping each other to eliminate Gunther. Until they they beat him down, Gunther was in the corner, and then it was going to be Cody and Seth, and then all of a sudden, who comes from out of nowhere, Mister Logan Paul, and eliminates Rollins to set up their obvious obvious match for Mania, which would be great. Which I was going to say, if Rollins wins at Chamber for the U.S. title, there's how you transfer. Here's your sign. Here's your sign. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> there it is. Um. And then you could have a you could have Logan uh, beat him at uh, at Mania. Um, they eliminates him. We have the three left. Uh, Paul gets dumped <laughs> over the side. We're down to two with Gunther and Cody. And there was no, 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 no uh, talk backstage of like you know take it easy on my chest, would you? Like we just I just had the surgery. Nope, Gunther smack crack boom beat his sh- the chest out the to, to, to hell 
all kinds of red and just insane. <laughs> just absolutely insane with, with the spots. Um, until you know, Cody, I loved every second of that. It was that, that, that. I don't understand why they had to have like a twenty minute match at the end. It's it's put this whole thing on. Honestly, was for it was twofold to get Cody to to win the thing and to put Gun- Gunther way over. Like this was yeah. and that match that match at the end did, did solidified that point that whole point. You had him going number yeah. one. He was what was and to get the record and to get the record too. Like you gave him the record, dude. Like you had you gave him the record. He was able to to lose to Cody in a respectable way because of how long he was in the match for, and just beat the and Cody to basically job to go through the entire match until he had to do what he had to do. But it was a it was a great spot. It was a great way to to push Gunther f- further, and it's it's amazing to see his transition from from walter and nxt uh, uk just now to be one of the top guys in wwe um i still think the walter name should have stayed i don't think you can convince me otherwise i think it just makes i i, I, I think it would have meant more i think gunther is, is gunther has grown on me <laughs> i think the name is just like i mean yeah. yes it has obviously and we're used to it by now but uh, the, the walter would have been there would have been lineage there because now you just have to make reference well, to his time in it, NXT. That was UK. his choice. That was his call. He wanted it. Was it. yeah. He he. Did you see his Twitter? Oh, what a dumbass. He you see his Twitter? Walter's dead. Like whatever he said. Yeah. Yeah, but that might just be him trying to well, freaking get fans behind the new name. Uh, it looked like it was his call, and so anyway, he's he's uh he's way over now, uh, as your IC champ. But we have a winner, number thirty in Cody Rhodes, and. uh no, no surprise to anybody <laughs> at all. But uh, we get to see what what happens next. He had a he had a really good match uh, with with Fergie uh, the on Monday Night Raw. Um, Bunch of Bullet Club references then too. I yeah, loved it. A lot of a lot of them. Um, but yeah, so so we have uh, we have a new we have a uh, Rumble champ in Cody Rhodes. So off to off to Mania with him. Um, and so then after that, what do we have after that? We had. Everything else that happens is where I I deemed dull, <laughs> and in watching again, my my point was going to be in watching Rumble again, it wasn't dull. It, it was actually a, it was actually a, a pretty good uh, premium live event. I was going to say pay per view. Um, overall, it was just some of the things in the middle made absolutely no sense. The pitch black match looked great. Look, it actually looked great. It looked like it just uh, they they stole uh, Naomi's whole gimmick and just put it into a match. And said, I just want and 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 Pat McAfee's reference to uh, to Mountain Dew every five seconds was great. Um, and quick sidebar, sure. Do you know what Mountain Dew was originally intended for? What it was created to be? I do, but I forgot. Mountain Dew was originally created to be a uh, mixer for whiskey. Correct. Yes, I knew that. Yeah, I found that out a little while ago, and I was like, "Wow, yep, that's interesting." <laughs> Um, Bray looked great. I like I like the makeup. Um, but the match could have been on on SmackDown. Like it could have been something that we just saw on, on like a regular match on SmackDown, minus the whole gimmicky pitch black part of it. Uh, Bray gets the win, as I said he would, and thank you very much. And then he puts on this this weird mask. Uh, chases uh uh La Knight La Knight. Out of the ring, even though he's getting Los Angeles night, he's getting the, the, the shit smacked out of him with a kendo stick, and he's not, he's no selling it at all. Um, leading to this platform that's outside of the ring in the in the crowd, 
and where he where La Knight gets his ass kicked, gets laid out on the on this platform. And on the top of the platform, even further up, is Uncle Howdy. And then he attempts to do this elbow drop, which misses by a mile. Yeah, and then and then and then, and then Los they, Angeles Knight rolls over into him, and yeah, and then the whole thing explodes. Was it, was it wasn't the best camera angle? We'll 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 put it like that. Well, that that camera angle that they had uh, uh, initially on the broadcast. Well, yes, you could just tell that he t- he missed by a mile. But then, if you look uh, on the twitters, and I think it's also on Barstool uh, Sports, there's a uh, uh, a click style camera angle <laughs> uh, above showing the. Get my reference. Uh, showing yes. the the other angle of him just completely missing by a foot, <laughs> just so off, uh, and then the explosion happens, and then he rolls on top of uh, La Knight rolls on top of Uncle Hattie, and then the uh, rest of the Firefly Funhouse in human form come out on top, and the Wyatt Six uh, basically are in the same area, <laughs> in the same arena, same area, and that was the end of the match. Um, I bluff. I just, I just the whole thing was just kind of like was very weak. I, I, I don't know. I, I could have done without that match. Uh, creativity, A minus. Match itself, a D. Um, Definitely not worse than the freaking zombie match last year. Oh, no, absolutely not. Or a couple years that ago. Was, that, was, was, that was during but... COVID. That was during COVID when there was nobody in the arena. Um, yeah. Speaking of another blah match, uh, Bianca Belair retaining her, uh, her title against Alexa Bliss. And again, another match that could have been on Raw. You could have just had this match. It lasted all of seven minutes. Um, the match itself was decent, that, but that's okay. You can have a decent match, but there was really nothing else to it other than she just retained after the match. You had another Uncle Howdy, you know, Alexa Bliss going crazy spot, and that was the end of it. And I'm just like, okay. That, I, again, another thing I could have done without. Do you think that was on Alexa Bliss or on Bianca Belair? To do what? Do you think the match going the way it did and people not being as interested in it is due to the fact that people wanted Alexa Bliss to win and she didn't? Or because that people were just, which I mean, it's the same thing that people are tired of the Bianca Belair I think, championship run. Well, I think that's going to come to an end at Mania. Um, I do think it would have been more interesting had Alexa Bliss, e- even if she lost, if they pulled the trigger on this whole character development going back to uh, to Bray and and being yes. being seduced by Uncle Howdy. I feel like if if they were going to do it, they should have done it there, and they didn't. And it just kind of again, it was just a match. Nothing new happened in it. There was no new development. The same things that happened on Raw happened on, on Rumble, and this is where we're at. Yeah, it was definitely the low point of the night. Uh, I mean, it, side by side with uh, the, the pitch black match. Um, no, I thoroughly enjoyed the pitch, pitch black match. You did pitch black match. I hated it. I thought it was terrible and stupid. I don't know. Listen, any match with my name in it, I'm all for. It. That's what you. That, that's what you got out of it, really. No, it was visually really cool to see. It was. It was vi- visually cool to see, and that's yeah. just about it for me. I, I I just thought it was terrible. Um. Women's Royal Rumble. We get to that, and let's see here. Um, by the way, shout out to me for winning the pool for this one. I did not cheat, as as all losers say. 
he must have cheated since I had the bowl and 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 everybody's you know has to I my rule is I put the bowl above your head you reach into the bowl that's exactly what I did and I picked number one and everybody was like oh my god he must have cheated he must look in the bowl you can go fuck yourselves um love you to death but I did not cheat and that was sixty bucks to me so congratulations to me and congratulations to uh to Stephanie who won the the men's and uh and she won even though she cheated on that one how about that I'm gonna I'm gonna hear from them. Damn, bitch. No, bitch. Anyway, <laughs> Rhea, number one. Liv Morgan, number two, who um, they made it a point to tell everybody that she wanted number two, which, okay, sure. It made no sense. No, uh, she wanted number one. She wanted number one. I'm sorry. She got number two. Got it. Yeah. Uh, Dana Brooke, number three. Um, sure. Uh, see if I can. Emma, number four. Um, my, my favorite part of doing the pool when we do the uh, Royal Rumble pool is that whenever we get a number, and the name is announced. Normally, you hold the sh- the, the the thing like here's <laughs> here. I still hold it because I'm a winner. This is my number one. It's hard to see. You, you should my, get it framed with the ten dollar bill. I will. I'm gonna get this and and the ten dollar bill framed next to each other. Um, when when contestants <laughs> come out and you have the number and you know they have no shot in hell, it goes right back in the bowl. <laughs> it's like you have number four. Oh, it's Emma. Fuck here. Nope. It's I'm not even gonna bother. Uh, so, <laughs> so Emma number four. Shayna Baszler, number five. I thought that they would have used her to go a little further than she did. Uh, Bailey, number six. B-Fab. God. I, I think here's, here's another uh, another name that Hit Row's done, man. Like, I, I I don't know what could have happened other than, um, than Swerve still being <laughs> with Hit Row to make that group relevant. But, man, they're just, there is nothing that is happening for Hit Row to make them... That relevant in anybody's eyes. I don't even think that would have mattered. Really? If I'm being completely honest. So you're saying the hit row from the from the get? Just no, I'm saying dude. if Swerve came back now from the get, like them in NXT, they were over. Like I'm Rover saying, Man. I'm saying if Swerve if Swerve was still in WWE, he did not leave. Would Hit Row be more popular than they are now? Like what is the what is the issue? I guess my, my question is, what is the issue with Hit Row? That the, they're that, just not connecting. I I, 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 I genuinely why. don't know what it is. Like they should be. All signs point to them. That they're a freaking rap group. That's a freaking uh, 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 pro wrestlers. Oh, of course it's success. It's automatic success. Yeah, <laughs> I don't. Yeah, I don't. Has to be. I don't know. It's just I, I. I would love an answer to why that it's just not working. But Fabius got tossed immediately. Um, well, not immediately because somebody has the record. Somebody set the record. Not, not yes, not but, not immediate, immediate, but it was it was pretty. It was like a minute. Um, Roxanne Perez, the number eight, who had a really good showing, and your NXT champion. Yes, uh, it's, is uh, at some point they're going to bring her up because they have to. They they need they need more up on the main roster, and she was she was great. She had a really her and uh, who had a number thirteen. I'll get to that in a second. Dakota Kai, number nine. And then, of course, Eo Sky. How the hell they pull that off? Uh, wrestling, nine and ten. <laughs> Eo Sky, number ten. Uh, surprise, Natalia, number eleven. What a surprise! Oh wow! Yeah, great. Um, my only, my only uh, uh, point with Natalia is that she does really ca- good camera work for uh, her sister on OnlyFans. Um, yes, um, <laughs> she's good. Very, she's very good behind the camera. Mm-hmm. She gets good angles. Um, Candice yes. uh, Candice Lorraine number 12 and then number 13 Zoe Stark 
another yes. another good NXT showing. Um, Zia NXT Lee. has always had good showings in the Rumble. Yeah, it's just I guess when they get called up, that's <laughs> the problem. Uh, yeah. Lee at number fourteen, and then Becky Lynch at fifteen, who really the only her only purpose was to just destroy Damage Control. Yeah. Um, and that whole thing, and then <laughs> fast forward to to Raw. Got a little personal there on Raw with uh, Bailey and and uh, Becky talking about spicy. Talking about mom, her man, her man's in them. Uh, Oof, man, she's she's overrated. Like she she went in, <laughs> she went in on Becky that she was over, and you can see that Becky Bro, was like the look on her face was like, okay, all right, we're going here. All right, I got gotcha. She said, "You." Oh. She said the only reason he married you was because he knocked you knocked up. Knocked you up. <laughs> On live television, she, she said that. Wow. Pipe bombs, baby. <laughs> Pipe bombs. Jesus Christ. I know. I know. I mean, we're all thinking it, Bailey, but Jesus, <laughs> but you got to go out and say it. She put it into, into real form there. Yeah. Um, let's see. So Becky, 15. I have uh, Tegan Knox at 16. And then number 17 with asuka dark asuka kana yes she looked good i, I like that look man i I'm, I'm down i like the makeup i'm down for it and then she just went creepy on on raw with the uh she looked absolutely stunning and then she just started spewing out like blue greenish blood <laughs> from her i mouth. called i called the blue mist with uh steven and pete i believe okay we'll get to that in a second uh but yeah dark asuka is is here and uh, i'm all for it um, number eighteen, I put <laughs> number eighteen. I put Dewdrop. Nope, not Dewdrop. Piper Niven is back. <laughs> Piper Niven is back, baby. She is back, and uh, thank God. Thank God for Triple H. <laughs> Just removing stupidity from. Uh, yeah. Sp- also, why? Also, Triple H. Why couldn't we do this earlier? Um, where where where's she been? That was a surprise too. By your definition, no, she's been here and there. Where? No, oh, she hasn't. Okay, well then she's a surprise too. There you go. She's been out for a couple for a couple months actually. Uh Tamina, number nineteen. And then surprise, surprise, number twenty is Miss Karen herself, Chelsea Green. And the her her whole gimmick is that she's going to be the Karen of the WWE. And she's doing a great job because her, her promo on, on Monday Night Raw was was great. Um but her Outfit, her outfit on Monday Night Raw. Good lord, was spectacular. Lord, <laughs> yeah, L A W D. Lord, lord, da 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 da. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, and then she got immediately tossed out. So, what was she in there for? Like four seconds? Uh, two seconds, I believe. Two seconds. So she holds the record for women's rumble. Yes, because I think Santino's at one, right? Yes, got it. Thank you. Um, and Which she, and I think they had to actually round up for Santino. <laughs> <laughs> I think they rounded up. Um, at number twenty-one was uh, Zelina Vega uh, coming out in a Street Fighter Six character outfit. Good lord! I mean, I wish I knew more. House of Black, uh, Mister Mister Black himself is a very lucky guy. Um, <laughs> shout out! To, shout out to cousin Malachi. <laughs> <laughs> cousin, cousin, Kai. that sounded cousin Kai. That sounded bad, but go on. <laughs> um, number twenty-two, Raquel Gonzalez. I mean Rodriguez, and uh, she looked amazing too. Miss uh, Miss Braun Strowman looked really good. Um, 
Yeah, Miss Braun Strowman. Uh, number 23, uh, Meechin. Mia Yim, whatever you want to call her this week. Uh, number yeah. 24, Lacey Evans. I'm, and- I'm, I'm a little upset about the Mia Yim whole thing of that. Please. I don't know. I, I understand if she wanted to change her name, but you've had that name everywhere. Why are you going to change it here? Right. I don't. I never got that. Okay. Um, Lacey Evans and her ever-changing motif at 24. Uh, and then 25. They made a they made a point to uh, point her out earlier in the in the night with her kids sitting ringside. Michelle McCool at number twenty five. Her kid, kid though. Or just one? I thought she Not had kids. I, I thought she had two there. No, I think it was her daughter and her friend. Um, yeah. So she comes out. She's like, right, I guess I'm going to wrestle, <laughs> and she gets into the ring. Um, she looks great as as bitchy as she is. She looks great. Um, the only person out of all of them who wasn't fatigued going into that ring because she didn't have to make that walk. Right. <laughs> she was right there. Uh, good point. Indy Hartwell, number 26. Uh, Sonya Deville at 27. Um, ended up getting her, her face jacked. Um, what was that spot? I'm trying to remember the spot that she got her. Oh, uh, it was uh, towards the end of the night with uh, with Asuka. Um, yes. Right, right above her eyebrow. She got her just gashed up. Uh, 28, Shotzi. 29, uh, Nikki Cross. Crazy Nikki Cross. And then surprise of the night. One of the surprises of the night. And number 30 was hide your kids, hide your wives. Nia Jax. Nia Jax. I believe I told Stephen and Pistol Pete when I was over there on Saturday that the last time I remember seeing Nia Jax Mm. was at somebody's wedding and she had a a weed vape pen in between her in between her hooters okay like that picture went around and I was like is that and I zoomed and I was like I know that's I know what that is (laughs) (laughs) I know what that is I smoke it every day uh yeah. Every day's a little harsh, but yeah, you know. Really? Stop. You have it in your hand right now. What are you talking about? <laughs> nope. This is nicotine. Oh. I need to quit this. Oh, okay. Gotcha. <laughs> I know what that is too. All right. So there's that. Uh immediately toss out Nia Jax. Um, and then fast forward to the end where we had one and two. Um, another another rumble where we had n- number one entrant still in the ring. Uh, Rhea, we had Liv. And we had Asuka. I'm just going to call her Asuka. Yeah, Asuka. Asuka. Um, and we you did. sound like fucking Celia Cruz every time you say that. Asuka. We had uh, the Blue Mist. Hey, I didn't know if you were going to get that reference. I did. <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> All right. I don't know. Let's see here. So uh, the I, I, I'm always... Not always you know, this this particular rumble. I'm fascinated the fact that you know anything that they they make the chance of of getting eliminated, um, when they're outside in the rape, the the apron and they're, they're having to trust the fact that what keep going okay uh they have to trust the fact that they you help. slipped a little I thought I heard something else I uh, was like Jesus no the the the, the rope <laughs> the rope to uh <laughs> to hold on to because if they slip off man that's it that's the the whole the whole gimmick the whole storyline is, is shot like when cody rhodes is yeah. holding on to the to the the rope and gunther is punching his hand and he's holding on by one hand 
what happens, what happens if he slips? Like, is there a contingency plan? I want to know, like, backstage. Does Triple H have a contingency plan if something happens where Gunther was the, the winner of the Royal Rumble? Like, what do you do? Yeah. Yeah, you yeah, make it like 100%. a triple, make it like a triple threat match, and Cody wins the no, whole thing. No, 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 no. This is what you do. By the way, I think it's still going to be a triple threat match. We'll get to that. Okay. Um, this is what you do if that were to happen. You have Cody Rhodes face Gunther one on one for that opportunity hmm. okay. in like a month or so. Okay. All right. That's the only way you're going to be able to get around it. Like the Miz with Otis. Yeah. I want that. Damn it. Damn it, Otis. That's shortchanged. Um, yeah, so you ain't lying. Everything got uh, put to the outside. All that to say, the the fight went to the outside of the uh, the ring with Rhea, Liv, and Oscar. And Oscar uh, went to miss Rhea in the face. She ducked and hit Liv in the face. Rhea went back in the ring, kicked Oscar by the feet, and Oscar went out. So we're down to Rhea and Liv again, all outside of the ring. Um, and Rhea eventually did a uh, like a leg scissor thing onto Liv's head, which was very hot. Uh, eliminated Liv Morgan, and we have the number one entrance, the fourth time in Rumble history where number one has won, and that was Rhea First time in women's Rumble history. First time in women's Rumble history. So here we are. That's that's it. We have Cody Rhodes men's, and we have Rhea as the women's, and no surprise to anybody. (laughs) It was, and not that it takes takes away from it. Um, I think if it was anybody else that would have won, Either one, like like say for instance, Gunther did win. Would you have Would you have been mad at that? A little bit. See, I don't think I would. Have been. I think at some point it would. Have, I would have been a little have, bit. It would have fixed itself, like you said. But giving it to Gunther at number one, I I don't know. I I feel like he's even if, even in a mistake, he would have earned that. Yes, absolutely. But I would have been a little bit upset, especially if it came down to Cody and. And got there the way it did. I would have been upset about that. If it came down to Cody and Sammy at the end. Oh, way different story. Um, way different a story. And and people online. Who are the other three uh, Royal Rumble winners to go from one? Sean. You're gonna make me look this up. Sean, I thought you knew them off the top of your head. I apologize. I, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, Sean. Sean is one. Of them. I don't think Ray is one of them because Ray went from two, if I'm not mistaken. Which matters. It does matter. It does matter. Um, let's see here. So, Shawn Michaels. Mm-hmm. Chris Benoit. Who? <laughs> I mean. Yikes. I don't want to. You know, for, for, for. Uh, Edge and Rhea Ripley. Oh, wow. Interesting. Yeah. Uh. Make sure. Let me confirm. <laughs> Let me confirm that again. Um, who was one at number one? We have Shawn Michaels, ninety-five. Chris Benoit, in 04. Uh Michaels was actually back-to-back Rumble winners in ninety-five and ninety-six. And then uh, Edge and Rhea Ripley. Yep. Lovely. There you go. Rey Mysterio, two thousand six, in number two. Yeah. And Vince McMahon also in number two in ninety-nine. Also lovely. No, lovely. Um, so, oh man, Vince McMahon winning the Rumble. God, that sucked. It did. <laughs> Imagine if Shane had won it last year. No, or two years ago, good whenever God. it was. Good God, no. Lord have mercy. Now that would have sucked. Lord have mercy, no. Um, so there was, there's that. So that's men and women's, and then your main events, which had Kevin Owens taking on your Tribal Chief, Universal 
heavyweight champion of the world, Roman Reigns. And the match itself was was great. Um, the the spot of one of the spots of the night is along with uh, Ricochet and Logan Paul had to be when they took it outside outside of the ring and they were on the steel steps and Reigns took Owen's head. Whoa. How does that? How do you fake that shit? Like I'm sitting there trying to like, hey, pontificate. No, it's hey, hard. how do you script that shit? How Let's do- get our verbiage correct, man. You can't script a hit. <laughs> you can't script a bang, a head bang. Like he literally threw his head into, uh, uh, the 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 steel steps, and it wasn't like the 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 side of the steps. His head went into the edge of the step, twice. I don't even think I've seen Darby Allen do that. No. <laughs> No, and the first time, first time uh, Owen did it, he had his head, his hand on his head. He still hit it. The second time, his hand wasn't there. Hit the back of his head. Like holy shit! Like that's that it was absolutely insane. Absolutely insane. Um, finally, uh, going back and forth, uh, hit the spear. Uh, the Reigns gets the win. And by 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 the way, everybody was was claiming that Sami Zayn should have won the Royal Rumble, but. They they put the kibosh on that early on in the night by saying that they're having that whole spot where Reigns told Zayn, "Nope, I don't want anybody else but Zayn out coming out." And that this is the the greatness of wrestling is when you can tell a story great, and that's how you did it. There was no reason why the Usos and the rest of the the Bloodline had to be out there. It was just Reigns, Heyman, and Zayn, and it was perfect. And just watching the the flow of the match go and Zayn and his reaction. Zane uh getting asked by by Roman Reigns, go get the chair. <laughs> it's like, but you told me not to do anything. I'm telling you now, damn it, go get the chair. He gets the chair, he hesitates with the chair, finally gives it to him. Uh, and then the bloodline comes out to to celebrate with Reigns. And that's when all fucking hell broke loose. <laughs> to one of the, one of the best uh, I could possibly say this, one of the best endings to uh to a pay-per-view I've I've ever seen. It was just absolutely tremendous the way they they told this entire story and just because of the way it was built up, it was it, will they won't they kind of situation at least for me like are they going to pull this trigger right now are they going to do it and Reigns was going to take this chair they they beat the holy hell out of Owens they they handcuffed him to the ropes ninety thousand super kicks later from the Usos and Reigns was about to bash him in the head with the chair and Zayn steps in. He's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. And the entire, I'm like, oh my God, this is it. This this might be it. And he's like, you're above this. You don't have to do this. And Reigns kind of collects himself. You see it in his face. He just collects himself. He's like, you're right. Puts a chair in his face. You do it. You're right. You should do it. Oh, holy, holy hell. <laughs> he takes the chair from Reigns. Apprehensive as all hell. Reigns sets himself up in front of Owens. Zane waits, Zane waits, and then just cracks Reigns on the back. And you had the the flashback of the break of the shield, <laughs> him falling to his knees, the look on his face of, oh my God, did he, this actually happen on Reigns' face? And then him turn to the Usos and say, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And the, the, all of them, it's like, you're a brother, we love you, blah, blah, blah. And then, oh, by the way, forgot to mention also the fact that Reigns is yelling at Zane. With the chair, yelling at him, do it, and he's mushing him in the face. He mushed him like two or three times. 
What are you doing? Do it. Do it. Do it. Finally cracks him in the back, apologizes to the Usos, and then Jimmy just wails him right in the face with a super kick. And he goes I down. I love what Jimmy said during that beatdown. He kept on. If you heard, if you listen closely, he goes to Jay and he's beating Sammy. And he goes, this is your brother? Nah, I'm your brother. Mm. And then kept on going back to him. Mm. And then Jay walks away. And that's... Uh, well, that was... That, wow. That was... Uh, they, they, it was uh, uh, Jimmy beating the shit out of him. Uh, Solo giving him the, the, the thumb to the neck. Um, and then Reigns... Gra- the Samoan spike, I believe they call that's it. That's what, yes. I like thumb to the neck. Um, <laughs> and then uh, Jimmy... the. Uh, 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 excuse me, Jay, the entire time just sitting in the corner doing absolutely nothing. Just he's not helping him, but he's not hurting him. He's sitting there doing practically ab- catatonic, catatonic, just sitting there doing absolutely nothing. Jimmy looks at him and then he rolls out of the ring and then he walks down down the, the ramp. And now we have this Reigns cracks Owens with the with the chair. And we have <laughs> the, the breakup of the bloodline is about to happen here. And it was such amazing storytelling in the entire way they did it that um sh- shout out shout out to to triple h and and pulling that off and in a in a in a i'm just gonna say it in a pay-per-view that had its its ups and downs and i would say more ups slight by only slightly by a little more ups and downs this took it way over the top to the point where if it goes something goes viral so quickly like this you know it's a moment, but the way they they presented it and portrayed it was absolutely brilliant. So shout out to Triple H, shout out to to Heyman, to everybody that that wrote that out and and played it out uh, in front of us. But just gripping, <laughs> it's just just nerd wrestling fan gripping uh, storytelling, and and I I was all for it. It was great. I absolutely loved every second of it. It was great. The callback to the way Roman fell with the shield and all that, yep. and quite possibly. One of the loudest pops I've ever heard for the chair. One shot. of the chair that shot. chair shot. Yeah. Oh, yeah. the buildup. They were already here. Like they were already all like all the way up in noise level mm-hmm. before the chair shot. After the chair shot, it just fucking blew the roof it off of the Alamo. Dome. Blew the, the the non-existent roof. Yeah. Um. There's a roof oh, on the Alamo roof. Dome. That's right. What I'm talking about. I'm thinking it's, it's outdoors. It's in the name. The dome. It's a dome. I'm gonna. When did I say that? One thirty. I'm gonna eliminate that from the recording. Anyway, <laughs> go for it. <laughs> Make me look bad all you want. No, I'm we gonna, know the truth. I'm gonna keep my stupidity. The House of Black knows the truth. I'm gonna keep my stupidity in there. That's fine. Um, yeah, <laughs> that's that. That's it. And that was your 2023 Royal Rumble. Way better. Yes, you're absolutely right. Way better than in in also in the second viewing. Way better than last year's Rumble. Um and uh, so predictable. I, I would like I would like a rumble where at some point it's not as predictable. Um, yeah, AJ Styles coming in at number three. I'm saying to win the whole thing. A- I'm saying I'm not saying surprise. Surprises come and go. That's fine. That, that happens with rumbles. I'm saying a- hey, you were a real stickler for surprises the day after. <laughs> I I I just want I want to be able to say listen. I don't know who's going to win this match. Like it's it's. Yeah. You know, even even as bad as last year's was, like having Rousey and and Lesnar win the whole thing, was that a surprise or was that expected? I, I don't know. Whereas this one, everybody knew if Cody's coming back, he's winning the Rumble, 
and everybody knew. Well, Rhea, they're always the favorite. If if Lesnar and Rousey are in a match, they're always the favorite. So yeah, it makes sense. But even this gambling year, wise, they would always be the favorite. This year, Lesnar was in it, and you didn't think he was going to win. No, but I would say he he has to be the favorite. Right. I mean, that's yeah, that's that's fair. I'm just saying, I would like to have no idea whatsoever who's going to win the damn thing. That'd be, yeah. that'd be it's just more fun that way. It's 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 supposed to be it's supposed to kind of convey that with 30 people in the ring. And it doesn't convey that if you have, you know, someone who's the, the whole damn story is I'm, I'm I'm doing this for us and for my dad and blah, blah, blah. Of course, you got to give it to him. <laughs> There's no surprise there. Um, But yeah, it was it was very entertaining. And I uh very much looking forward to tomorrow with uh with Smackdown and seeing where that goes with Zip Bloodline. Um, any new members of the Bloodline or are they just going with the three that they have now? I don't know, but a certain Samoan came out at number 30 in the Women's Royal Rumble, and she was rocking some red with some Samoan print to it. Oh, conspiracy. There we go. It has begun. It has begun. I don't know. All right. I don't know, but they're going to have to combat the freaking blood. I mean, the judgment day at some point. She she would be a good one. She would be a good one. I still think that they should bring back Naomi. Yes. She, she would fit. The, and now, after everything that, that happened, she'd be but, she'd be. To be great heel. It's not bloodline. What is it? It's in law line. <laughs> it just doesn't have the same ring to it. I'm sorry. Doesn't. Um, <laughs> with that being said, is there anything else we need to talk about other than the rumble and uh next week for oh yeah, I do. I'm sorry. I I did I said uh, during AW I, I had a point. I'm gonna close out my my portion of anything I want to talk about with this. AEW, like I said, has been great for the last month under New Direction. Coincidentally, has been great. Sure. Sure. Coincidentally, sure. I, air, Go on. air quotes coincidentally. With that being said, it's not, it hasn't always been an issue, but I'm starting to see it as an issue, in this, especially in this last month. We are getting the same people over. And over, and over, and over, and over, and over again. We get the same matches. We get the same same. Brian Danielson has to go through the gauntlet. We now have a new gauntlet that's happening now with the uh, Jericho Appreciation Society. That's that whole kind of thing is you know Ricky Starks now to get to Jericho again. It, it's 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 literally being done as we speak with MJF. So we're doing it again with another storyline. It gets redundant, dude. Like it's just it's. It, I, I where is I, I know I'm just I'm putting names out there, and I know they're probably not even anywhere near anymore. Oh, Miro, Andrade, give, give me new names where you can have it every week. They used to be able to do that. AEW they had a cycle where it was like next week we have these names you hadn't seen this week. In two weeks we're gonna have blah 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 blah. This week we have this, and you won't see them again for another two or three weeks. It's every fucking week, and it gets to be a little redundant. Yeah. I agree. You do have to spice some things up a little bit every now and again. I mean, we have Soraya uh, against against Britt Baker now, and that's happening every week. Okay, that's that's. I guess that's fine. But where are the rest of the women? Where is uh, Hikaru Shida in this whole thing? Where, where? Uh, uh, she smack dab in the middle of it. Where, you didn't see her uh, yesterday. Well, not yesterday. Um, but the, you know, the week before that, the week before that, the week before that. I'm, I'm I'm getting I'm getting a little annoyed with seeing the same names every week. Is is my point? And so next week we're gonna have yes. another Brian Danielson match with. Um, uh, uh, Roosh 
And, uh, you know, the following week, there'll be another one until we get to Revolution. It'll be every single week. Darby Allen had five weeks in a row where he was defending the title. He had an amazing match last night. Don't get me wrong. That Samoa Joe match was insane. It was absolutely great. The entire card was great yesterday. I'm not saying the quality of the matches aren't great. I'm saying the repetitiveness is getting a little stale. That's all. I agree with you 100%. Um, I do want to bring up a fact about Ricky Starks. Sure. Ricky Starks was spotted backstage. Yes, that's right. At the Royal Rumble with his very good pal, Number 30. Mr. Nightmare Cody Rhodes. Number 30, the winner. Yeah. yeah. I, and uh, the fu- there was something else I wanted to say. The fu- well, the, the, the comment that he had on Twitter was very funny. About the GTV. I didn't see it. What was he, it? He said, oh, GTV's back. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. That was good. Because <laughs> it looked, it, it was like it was like a surveillance camera footage of the two of them walking into the arena. It was, it was very, very funny. I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind seeing uh, Ricky Stark's knee in WWE. Absolutely, that'd be great. But build his name first in uh, AEW, and then then we'll talk. Yes, you need to have him come in as Ricky Starks, as like a built Ricky Starks, not like Richard Starks the Third or some <laughs> shit like that that they would do. <laughs> Dick Starks. Yeah, yeah. Dick Stark. <laughs> All right. Oh, <laughs> I guess you're done. That's it. <laughs> yeah, right. no, I am All done. Right. All right, that's it. I'm done. I got nothing else. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so <laughs> <laughs> Like, uh, I right. was all, all tapped right. out. And I came right. in hot in the beginning of the episode. <laughs> and and now I'm just like, all right. Right, let's, let's, let's <laughs> do it. I can't be bothered anymore. All right, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> My time's up. You had me. You had me for an hour and thirty minutes. I'm done. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so very much. Uh, Sons of Slam, hit us up on Twitter at Sons of Slam Show. Uh, Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts is where you can catch us. Please tell your friends and everybody else that has ears to listen to us. Thank you guys so very much for listening. Uh, again, uh, all your comments are are very welcome. Let us know what you thought of Royal Rumble 2023. And what you expect going forward, uh, people are talking about Elimination Chamber and Sami Zayn uh, winning it there, even though now we know that the Elimination Chamber will be for the U.S. title on Raw. Um, mm-hmm. n- no word yet. We'll hopefully get something on SmackDown as, as to what that's going to you know, go down with. Um, I still think Zayn is way above Chamber, and should, even though it's in Montreal, should something should happen in Mania. But we shall see. My name is Chris Mindell. That's the Reaper, Mr. Joe Black, sir. Good seeing you. Have a good week. 49ers to the day I fucking die, man. Thanks for the 10 bucks. The Sons of Slam podcast. 